welcome to the Heckle on the Stranded Sports Podcast Network. It is Nick Hedrick here, founder of Stranded Sports. Really grateful uh, for this new endeavor. Obviously, no one hired me since I'm in charge around here and said, here, kid, take the reins of this podcast, make it happen. But uh, very grateful to see the numbers we've been seeing on a lot of our newest work. And it's very encouraging and just obviously want to make as much content as we can. So the shtick of this show is that there's really no shtick. It's going to be 15, 20, 30 minutes of me just giving some opinions on some of the main things going on in the sports world, the main storylines, and hopefully I can make it an entertaining few minutes for you and create an engaging conversation as I deal with a bout of the hiccups here as I start recording here, because of course, why would it go smoothly? Uh, but yeah, so again, we're trying to open a dialogue, start a conversation, and you're always free to share your thoughts. Don't want this to come off as me talking down to you, my words, the gospel, I don't roll that way. Just really like hearing what other sports fans have to say about certain topics, and the ones that you'll hear on this show are just my thoughts on these specific topics. And our first topic in the history of the heckle, maybe one day that will be significant or a good trivia question or something, will be Dabo Sweeney's comments on the college football playoff and the college football playoff committee's newest uh, gimmick to up the number of teams to 12. Uh, I also know there's been a lot of conversation about Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, and frankly, I don't care. I hate conference realignment. I hate that it messes with the legacy of football, the conference rivalries. I just I just strongly dislike it. I think what makes college sports so great is that, especially football, is the rooted legacies that go all the way back in some cases to the 1800s, the 19th century, uh, before most of you were even born. Just kidding. That was before any of us were born. And I think tampering with those, messing with those legacies, those rivalries, and messing with the alignment of the programs, I think it hurts those those cornerstones of the game that we are so used to seeing. Uh, the only conference news I really care about or will actively seek out is when Notre Dame finally mans up and joins the ACC, preferably, and plays in a conference title game every single year. But not the main focus of today's episode. Today's episode's main focus is Dabo Sweeney talking about the college football playoff expanding to 12 games as i said sweeney's never been one to mince words when talking about anything in regards to college football uh we've also heard his thoughts on covid we've heard his thoughts on uh the paying of players we'll basically be hearing dabo sweeney's thoughts for as long as he decides to uh, remain a college coach he loves to throw his two cents into the ring But yes, so the 12 teams is the current idea, I guess, of the college football playoff committee. I've always been a huge advocate of expanding to eight teams, the Power Five Conference champions, and then the next three highest ranked teams. I think going to 12 is a little much right off the bat. I think we've seen this sample size of knowing the four teams works. We've seen that it creates some really good games, some really good college football memories. There's a market for it. And I think now that we know it works, everybody's now thinking of ways to get that perfect alignment that I've, I, I would assume most people have craved since the playoff finally got you know, brought into existence. I think everyone knew that the four-team thing wasn't the end goal. I think it was the start 
of what people saw as the building of what would become the real final structure, the ultimate structure of this college football playoff that everyone so uh, that everyone sought for such a long time. But I don't know if I really like the idea of 12 teams right from four. I think you're going to have some weird buys in there. And I just I'm just not sure how I feel about going right from four to 12. I think eight's the golden number. I think 12 gets to be too many. And Dabo Sweeney kind of agrees. Well, in real terms, I'd be agreeing with Sweeney, who said, for me, it's being driven by money and maybe it's what the fans want. But what I do know, it's not what's best for these players. So if you're going to expand the playoffs, then we need to shorten the season. I don't think you can have both. And this is what gets really interesting, because as much as I've disagreed with Dabo Sweeney, or as I could probably just call him Dabo, I think that's what everyone basically uh, would call him by, uh, I, I think that while I don't agree with a lot of what he says, I do agree with where he's coming from in this aspect. Uh, I, I can guarantee you 98% of college football fans, hell, maybe even more, want to see this expanded playoff. They want to see more meaningful games. I think it's difficult to get hyped up about Alabama playing the Citadel or some random non-conference team that they're going to smoke by 45, 50, 60 points. But in some cases, and some might disagree, uh, you need those games to work out the kinks before conference play truly gets involved, you know, before you really get into the meat of that conference schedule. I get it. Uh... But at the same time, I think that if you are going to expand to 12 teams, then maybe getting rid of a game isn't the worst idea a game or two. But that also opens the uh, the conversation point of, well, most of these teams aren't going to be competing to get inside this final group of 12. So their players are just losing a game to develop, to grow, uh, maybe to wreak havoc inside that top 12 maybe pull off a late season upset or something but on the surface i get where Dabo sweeney's coming from because we've seen players bodies get beat up we've seen people opt out of bowl games opt out of regular season games towards the end because they don't want to get hurt and harm their draft stock so i can completely understand him saying hey i don't think you can have both an expanded playoff and a full season going into it I, I, I get where he's coming from there. I really do. Uh, but And also the monetarily driven aspect is 100% true. Yeah, it's what the fans want, but you're out of your mind if you don't think the NCAA and all the sponsors are licking their chops at the thought of, hey, we can get a few more playoff games, a few more big ratings, and we're going to bring in a lot of dollar-dollar bill, y'all, if we do that. Uh, I don't think that's been swept under the rug at all, that there's probably some monetary gain to be made from expanding the playoff. Uh, but back to the real meat of the argument, which is, you know, the players don't want it. Sweeney also commented, quote, our team wasn't for it. They don't want to play more games. And to be honest with you, I don't think there's 12 teams good enough, unquote. Uh, the 12-team thing is odd, considering where he ranked Ohio State before they ballywopped him in the playoff, but uh, that's for another day. But the real thing you can dive into here is that they don't want to play more games. Our team wasn't for it. We've seen, again, getting back to the main point, that first quote kind of led into the main talking point of this whole argument here that I'll make. 
the main thing here is how many games are players willing to play once they've established how good they are you know how many games do some of these top draft prospects how many games do they give themselves before they go hey you know i i might get hurt we're i i'm really not feeling it i i don't think i need to keep playing for this school i think what i can do has been well demonstrated throughout my other two years three years here or however many games or years it might be and i i don't think that competing in these playoffs is a good idea your counter argument to that is obviously well now you can show it against the best teams in the country the 12 teams or the 11 other teams excuse me that are the best and i can show that i can hang with the best college players which means hell yeah i should be good to go in the nfl you can trust me to line up against someone nfl caliber because i'm doing it against other nfl caliber players in my own draft class on the college field so there's a lot there there's a lot to make from that quote in the sense of there's a lot of different ways you can view the are the players going to play the whole season then if they expand the playoff if i were a player i would 100 percent finish the season and look at it the way i said which would be hey i can play against alabama i can play against ohio state i can play against clemson and i can show hey yeah we played in a conference that wasn't as lucrative as the sec or the big 12 or the big 10 but or if one of those conferences were to have a down year competition wise now you can say hey look i recorded 15 tackles against alabama or i threw for 300 yards against osu i had four sacks against georgia on top of eight other tackles you know you can make those arguments for yourself where you go hey i i look what i can do draft scouts you know look what i can do against some of the best teams the best programs the best players in the country that's what my mindset would be but also there's the mindset of i've done what i can do playing in these games will just get me injured and jeopardize my career i 100 percent can see where that counterpoint would come from and i think that both could have pretty solid arguments made for them i think that it opens the door for players to just kind of run the system basically and decide how far these teams make it depending on who would opt out uh so i think there's just so many ways to look at that and i think there's so many ways to take it and interpret it because sweeney hits the nail on the head in saying that there aren't 12 teams good enough there's not i think a expanded playoff would be great but i think if you expand the 12 teams there's going to be a lot of blowouts we've seen blowouts already college football is i wouldn't even say arguably the most top heavy sport in north america i guess i don't know about the premier league and everything over in europe but at least in north american sports standards american college football is most likely i would love to hear a counter argument uh most likely the most top heavy sport i mean you've got two three teams that i think you can genuinely make an argument for and say these are the best teams it's going to be one of them i don't think there's five i don't think there's 10 there's definitely not 12 teams where you can go i think any of them have a fighting chance i i genuinely don't think that way i think it would be fantastic to go hey now there's not going to be any more questions the top 12 are going to get in 
They're going to get a chance to prove that, you know, they can hang. You know, these other schools, the UCFs, the Coastal Carolinas, some of these schools that aren't playing top caliber competition every week, but they're not getting a chance otherwise unless this playoff expands. Now at least they're getting a chance to say, hey, we're going to go to the playoff and see what we can make out of it. Because if we don't expand the playoff, maybe unless it gets expanded to 12 teams, we'll never see some of these uh, non-Power 5 conference teams get an invite, I don't think. Or Notre Dame. Independent, not Power 5, but here they are. I, I basically consider them in the ACC. Uh, but, I mean, what what route is there, unless the playoff expands to 12 teams, for UCF to get an invite to the college football playoff? What other opportunity is there for Coastal Carolina to get into the college football playoff? I don't think there is one unless it gets expanded to 12 teams. So while there aren't 12 teams that I would say are good enough, quote, to win the whole thing, unless it does get expanded to that many teams, I still don't think we're going to see some of these smaller, not smaller necessarily, but less lucrative and historic programs, I guess, we won't see them get invited to the college football playoff. Because if it expands to only eight then, I think it becomes a, oh boy, Auburn lost two games, but they're ranked ninth, so maybe we can we can pull them in, or they're ranked eighth, and maybe we can pull them in. Oh, Georgia, Georgia lost their last game of the year, and they dropped a sixth, so now we can justify bringing them in because there's eight teams, and what what have you. I, th- I hope you would see my point there. They're going to reach to bring in these big, historically successful schools if the playoff is expanded to eight rather than 12 they're going to make sure the big money-making programs can keep in the uh, in the mix and they're going to brush the ucfs the coastal carolinas all these other teams are going to get pushed to the hell maybe the the boise states i can't remember how good boise state was last year but i'll always remember how good they were when i was growing up because all of college football they play favorites so is there a route to getting in for these other schools if there's not 12 teams that's the question that we need to ask and I think the answer is no. So 100% Dabo Sweeney's right in saying there aren't 12 teams good enough. He's 100% right in thinking that way because there's not. There's no. I don't think there's any debating that. There's not 12 teams capable of winning the championship. But there are 12 teams deserving of at least getting the opportunity. And I think that's where I would disagree with him. But other than that, if we look at all of what Dabo has said, there's not much I disagree with. I think he brings up a very valid point in saying, do we need to shorten the season because the players are already starting to opt out of some of these games? I, I don't know. I think I think it's completely justifiable to think that way. I 100% think it's justifiable to think that way. But also, are players more inclined to opt out of the Pizza Hut Little Caesars Battle of the Pizzas Bowl or opt out of a college football playoff game? Because I think when you hear the word playoff, you feel a little more inclined to go out and win a championship. If you're playing in a random bowl game and you just finished 9-3 and three and your opponent finished 6-6 six and six and there's 4,000 people in the stands that are all parents because no one cares about half of these bowl games, well then, maybe someone's going to opt out. But if you slap the word playoff in there, well then, I think you might have a solid argument to get a player that's draft caliber to show up. Someone else that showed up I guess this is the best uh, transition I can do there. Cleveland Indians showed up with a new name, and it wasn't the Cleveland Spiders. 
It was the Cleveland Guardians. Don't get me wrong. Guardians is a badass name. I, that's an intimidating name. I would have fear struck into me if I heard I'm playing the Guardians when I grew up playing Little League. But then you see the logos and you see the branding. And it looks like Cleveland Indians light. They basically just reworded everything and made it look like Guardians. My favorite one is the script. The little script thing that spells out Guardians. Because it's so blatantly just the Indian script, basically. But instead, now it says Guardians. It looks like they were a travel team that were trying to get the rights to basically rip off the Indians. It, or someone that sells that counterfeit merchandise outside the stadiums. It doesn't look good. And the real thing that pisses me off about it is that Guardians is a cool name. It's such a cool name. It, it strikes fear. It's intimidating. It's, it makes sense, given that the reason they named it was because of their bridges or their highways or whatever it was. I'm not from Cleveland. I don't know. It makes sense. It's a cool name, but you just see the logos, and they look painfully minor league, little league, and some, some of those logos were little league caliber, and you just go, Ew! it's like a roller coaster. You go up, and you're like, oh, and then you come down, you go down, you're like, hey, and then you get back, and you're just, oh, it's over. The Cleveland fandom might be over, because I find it very hard to see some foresee someone purchasing Cleveland Guardians garb, especially if those logos are slapped all over it. Good Lord. Cleveland Spiders is right there. Historic callback. People wanted it, and they didn't do it. I don't know why they didn't do it. It was, sil- it was served up on a silver platter. Regardless of what you think of if the name change was necessary, one thing I saw a lot of people agree on was, okay, fine. If it's not the Indians, at least it can be the Spiders. We can go back to our roots. It can be the Spiders again. Just make it the Spiders. Please, for the love of God, make it the Spiders. And they got Guardians. They got the Guardians. And they got their knockoff flea market logos that came with it. And they're not good. They're not good at all. The Washington football team got hounded when they became the Washington football team. But at least they didn't do what Cleveland's done and release these horrid logos. I'm running out of words to describe them. These horrid 90s-inspired, but not in a good way, knockoff logos that they've unreleased. Unleashed? Unreleased? I don't know what word that was. At least the Washington football team said, hey... We're just going to take our time, make fun of us all you want for this. It kind of sounds elegant, though, the more you think of it. Washington football team. I almost was kind of sold on it by the end. But the Cleveland Guardians are exactly why I like to think the Washington football team need to say, oh, boy, we have to get this whole team rebranded in a month. Here we go. Because it's bad. It's really bad. And I say that as someone who has a lot of family that likes the Indians, that grew up sporting Cleveland attire and I know that might sound blasphemous to some of you because I'm a Pittsburgh fan for everything but the Indians Pirates rivalry is not as strong as the Steelers Browns rivalry and I was a kiss ass when I was a kid still am in some cases to this day and I would I would wear the Indians garb that side of my family bought me and the Pirates garb this side of my family bought me so maybe it's still sacrilegious and I'd 100% understand why you think that way but oh man I'm sorry I just keep thinking of it 
I just keep thinking of that script logo. It keeps making me laugh. But this is not how you do a rebrand. You have a cool name, and you do this with the logos. Who approved of this? Who looked at that and said, that looks great, Jim. There we go. That's that's our logo. Yep, that's what that is the rebrand we needed. I don't know who did that. They should get in a lot of trouble. Washington, congrats on you for taking your time. And I don't think the roasts were this bad. I genuinely don't because they had nothing really to unveil. They unveiled their couple WFT logos, but that was really it. They didn't release this horse crap that the Cleveland Guardians released. So good luck to all of them, I suppose. Uh, the United States men's basketball team in the Olympics lost to France, and everyone's heated that the team with no team chemistry, and half of them were playing, not half of them, some of them were playing in the finals, and they just played a grueling NBA season. They're upset that they're losing to France, who's a very respectable nation in terms of their college, or their college, their men's basketball team. I, they, the United States still shouldn't be losing. Don't get me wrong. But this is the United States C team, okay? I get Kevin Durant's there. I get Bradley Beal's there. I get there's some very talented players there. I can't even name half of the team off the top of my head because it's impossible to find where the hell to watch these games now that NBC has got Peacock. And they're trying to make people download that and whatever. That's different for a different time. There's still no excuse for them to be losing. But playing street ball against some of these programs that are now getting some solid NBA talent involved, it's really not going to work. Playing that just pickup style, hey, let's let LeBron score 50. LeBron's not even on the team. That's why I say it's the C team. Where they just say, who's going to drop 40 tonight? And we'll beat this team by 400. That's done. I don't think that's going to happen. Not with this crew, at least. But I have a feeling there will be more opinions on that in the future. Thank you very much for checking out this first episode of The Heckle. We appreciate you for checking us out, and we will see you next time. Take care of yourselves, and don't forget to thank your local mailman.